Praise God. Hallelujah. God bless you this morning. I'm Pastor Tuck and welcome to the word at my church. If this is your first time joining us, we want you to know you're in exactly the right place. You're exactly where God wants you to be. And I want to encourage you to share this broadcast with at least three people, because as believers, we have a mandate to spread the gospel of Christ all over the world. We are a teaching ministry with a mission to help people get better by teaching them how the word works. So go ahead and get your Bible, your notebook, your pen, your highlighter, and let's get ready to dig into God's word. And so right now we're going to have coming up the man of God, Pastor Damon Taylor from Victory Christian Ministries International in Charles County. And so I want you to get yourself ready to hear this word. And over the next few weeks, you're going to hear Pastor Damon coming to bring this word of God. And so God bless you. I love you. And I will see you in a few weeks. God bless you. And thank you. Have a great day. Hallelujah. I am ready. Anybody ready? So let's do the vision if we can, and then we're going to get right into it. Amen. And y'all, y'all good? Y'all warm? Oh, y'all good? Y'all feel comfortable? Cause, cause la- don't touch it. Because last week y'all had me. I feel a little, but I'm going to let it go. Amen. Praise God. Come on, let's do the vision. The Spirit of God is upon us, and he has anointed us to preach the gospel and to raise up a body of believers to be the church of our Lord Jesus Christ, a church without walls. Our goals are to teach the word of God so that anytime you can, you can be converted into that word that you see, hear, and understand. And once we are converted, we can now strengthen our brethren. And as witnesses, declare with boldness in this world. Come on, give God a praise for that. Repeat after me. Receive, change, give. Receive, change, give. Receive, change. I'm sorry, I had an adolescent voice for a second. Give. Today we're going to receive the word of God. We're going to be changed to the word that we see, hear, and understand. And once we are changed or once we are transformed, we can now give that word out to our friends, our family, and everyone we come in contact with. If you believe that, say, yes, I'm a believer. Someone say, yes, I'm a believer. Now I need you to sing and say, yes, I'm a believer. Oh, y'all don't remember that song. Y'all don't remember that one. I've been, I've been listening to some old songs. God been giving me going back. Won't he make you clean inside? Won't he make you? Hey, inside. Won't he make you clean? Hey, inside. Won't he make you clean? Inside. They're not ready. They're not ready. They're not ready. I was, I was. They're taking you back right there. Make you clean. I like to, I like to clap. Ho, 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 ho. Anybody remember when, when the ushers came and they walked down the aisle? Y'all don't remember that. When the ushers came down the aisle, they said, won't he make you clean? Where my ushers at? Won't he make you clean? 
My wife's not here, so I'm showing off a little bit. Just showing off a little bit, just a little bit, just a little bit. Sometimes you got to take it back. Sometimes you got to take it back. My God, don't, don't, don't get me started now. Don't play that no Twinkie. <laughs> Y'all know nothing about that, the clock sisters. Y'all know nothing about the clock sisters. Don't play that no Twinkie. Oh, glory. All right. All right. All right. I know my wife is texting me right now. Jesus Christ. Y'all pray. Y'all pray. Don't look at it, huh? Don't pray. Don't look at it. Praise God. Stretch forth your hands towards me as I get home today. May the Lord watch between one and the Ah, we here, we here, we here. I'm so happy to be in the house of God. So happy. So now y'all got me sweating. I can't, I can't believe the Usher board. Can we give it up for the Usher board? I mean the, the Usher. We got Ushers, y'all. And you see how it was deep down in there, so. You see that Nikki? They got right in line. Oh. I turned around, we had a hole. Some of y'all just signed up last week and y'all still got the <laughs> Praise God. Praise God. It's okay to have fun in God, amen. It's okay to, won't he make you clean inside though? Those songs make you think, won't he make you clean on the, side, on the inside? See, Amani, you see I'm sweating already, right? And I'm trying to stay clean on the outside too. But listen, we're going to get into, huh? We, have, we need some air? I know I need some air. I don't know, but y'all need some air because some of y'all got coats on and stuff. So, Listen, we have, are in God's season and in God's timing. I need you to realize where you are when it comes to God's season and God's timing. There's a lot of times when the world is worlding. How many of the world is worlding? There's a lot of things going on that try to distract us. And keep us off of knowing the seasons and times of God. We might not know the day or the hour, but we know the seasons and times of God. He's revealed his season and times, but he might not say, we don't know the day and hour when he's going to. Yes, I need 
my child. We know, we, but we do know the seasons and times that we're in. And one thing I realize about season and times, do me a favor. I'm going to come all the way on this side first. Can y'all remove some of these just flowers, plant trees, thingies out of my, yes, thank you, Jesus, hallelujah. Thank you. I can walk again. Thank you. They look good, but it doesn't look good on that side and that side. Thank you. Oh, Yes. Thank you. You know, I'm a walking pastor. You know, Pastor Paul, she's standing in one place, but I move around. So I need, because last thing you want, I have a, a first-time visitor, and she see me trip up on the Ponzi or whatever it's called. Posey, Ponzi, Ponzi. Well, you know what I meant. I got to have, you know, I, I wore a suit just for you, and then they're going to mess up. I know, I'm trying, I'm trying to, I'm going to get there. I know my wife is shaking her head right now. And look, right, she's on the way. <laughs> God, this is our season of time that God has for us. And God really has me really going back, picking something up that I know for a fact was life-changing that's needed for this season that we're in. The world is, is, is at a place that we have never seen before. You think about the world 10 years ago is not what we see today. The world 20 years ago? It's not where it was ago. When we first started ministry, the world wasn't like this. 13 years ago, it wasn't like this. Can y'all believe 13 years this year, y'all? There's a lot going on. There's, there's, we've seen so much violence. We've seen identity has been challenged. Everything has been over-sexualized. I mean, you can't even watch a cartoon of everything, just over-sexualized. I mean, your favorite cartoons that you used to watch with kids, now you're like, what, is this, a, is this for kids? I mean, they throw little stuff out, you're like, hold up. That was a dog joke right there. Why did you say that right there? You know what I mean? There, there's so many things now that we've got to a place where our world has now made okay, and we allow it to slip in. I mean, we, your every show, every show you watch now, there's something slid in there. Every show now, it's, it's like, what, 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 we, we, we're taking away so much stuff. The world is worldy. And we cannot fall asleep in this season, time of our life. There's so much rebellion that's taking place now. Inside and outside the church, there's so much pride that's taking place. Inside and outside the church, there's so much blatant disrespect for God, his people, and his house. I felt that one a little bit. Blatant disrespect. And the world is doing everything can't. Now the question is, why? Why has the enemy stepped up his attack? Why is he doing everything he can now like never before? We have, I would dare to say, a many Solomon Gomorrah going on here. I'm just being honest. What else worse can happen now? The, the, the restraints have been taken off. The, the people don't, the good is bad and bad is good. Everyone has an opinion. No one has no respect for each other. The love of God, the love of others has been. This is a sad thing, though. A lot of times it's creeped in the church. We have no more standards anymore. Fornication is still fornication. If you're doing it with somebody else or you're doing it with the same sex, it's still fornication. 
adultery, still adultery, even if both people are saying that they okay with it. It's still adultery. They don't make it an open marriage and you get away from adultery. We, 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 we've, we've lost all type of restraint, but yet we want God to bless us. We want the same blessing with the, with, with the less respect. We want all God has for us, but now, hey, I got to live with him because it's for the bill's sake. Believe from the very appearance. We don't believe that no more. Train up a child in where they should go. So if you take off restraint, what you think they're going to do? We, 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 we're literally, and a lot of times, training doesn't take place with your mouth. It takes place with your actions. Oh, we're taking off the gloves today. It's okay. But we ain't going in 2024 not knowing. We're not going to go in 2024 not knowing. We, there got to be some changes. There has to be some changes. There has to, for us to move forward, to be in the season and time that God has for us. We got to, I don't know about you, I want to make heaven. And I just don't want to get it in with this, the skin of my chinny chin chin. Oh, he made it in. Anybody, anybody with me today? I, I, we, we've got to a place literally where the church has been silenced. We got to a place now where the church, where is the power? We have a form of godliness, but we personally have denied the power. Let me wipe my glasses because the sweat just rolled down my eyes. It's important for us now, honestly. So here's the question. What are we going to do, y'all? We end up going into a new year. I think 24 is big to me. I'm just going to make it 24. 24 is like a new day. 24 hours. It's a new day for me. I say, well, anybody say this will be a new day. How about you can declare what you want? I'm going to teach y'all something because, you know, we're gonna, I'm going I'm to I'm manifest that. I'm a, no, no, I'm going to teach you how to manifest it through Christ. Because a lot of times you, what you manifest it could be just the grace and mercy of God that somebody prayed for you. Because we can't manifest nothing without him. You're not breathing without God. You're not breathing. Oh. Hey, you're mad. Think about this. I'm not breathing. Because until, but until God allowed me to breathe. When you start looking at stuff like that, he allowed me to breathe. Are we just going to be, we going in today. We just, I, I got to shake you up just a little bit so you understand where we are. It is time for the church to wake up and, dump, uh, and dust off their faith. It is time to move forward. Somebody say, it is time to move forward. Move forward in what God has called you to do. Move forward in your gifts and talents that God imparted in you. Move forward to be the body of Christ in uplifting and inspiring our community. Move forward as the thriving, life-giving church. It is time for the church to move forward. For, the past, for literally for the past month, I mean, for the past couple months, God has, has blessed us to bring men and women of God in this house and, and give us word. I mean, when Pastor Harold came through, I was like, what? one, it was a surprise. But it was a surprise. It was a whirlwind. But then, then Minister Antoinette, I'm sorry, now, now she's elder Antoinette. Antoinette came in. She, she, she hit the, knocked it out the park. Then the distinguished pastor 
Tyrone Marshall came through. And learned, he got all of us. I know what he was preaching to, but he's preaching to all of us. Man, I, you know what? I got to do better. And then in the midst of all that, we had an ordination service. I don't take that for, for granted. I think God is really doing building blocks. He's, look, look, look Ashley, he's building our life. We're working on something. He's building something. But you got to recognize where you at. A lot of times we could be right where God wants you to be, and you miss the move because you're looking at something else. You ever been somewhere and you, you looked down, you've been watching the movie for two hours, and you looked down or you missed the punchline. Or you went to go get some, punch, some popcorn. What happened? What I miss? Why? Because you took your attention off what was really supposed to be going on. Anybody ever been there before? You got to watch the movie all over again. We fast forward, rewind. I was right there. The parents were like, what are you doing? I'm trying to get to the point. I missed it. How many times we be right where God wanted us to be at, but we miss it because we're not paying attention? Our focus on other things is not even important. We've been strolling on, on Instagram for two hours. Anybody scroll? You look for one thing, next time you was there for two hours? Those darn stories just get you. A lot of times we miss what God is doing because we're not paying attention to what he's doing right now. But literally we are in a season of time where God is moving us forward. Amen? I need you to get with me. He's moving us forward. He's moving you forward. Tell yourself, I'm, I'm moving forward. Tell your neighbor, I'm moving forward. Say with a little attitude, I'm moving forward. Come on, I need you to put something. Come on, say, say with your mouth. Don't mumble it. You got to believe it. Some of y'all like this. Some of y'all like, Some of y'all don't believe it. I need you to believe it. I'm moving forward. This is not my end. I'm moving forward. This is not the end that God has for me. This is my, you know I me. Mean? I might have been woe to sleep, but it's time for me to wake up. I'm waking up every sleeping giant that's in this room. It's time for you to move forward. 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 It's time for you to move. Somebody say, move forward. We must push through in the next season. And moving to the next God season and timing. This is the season where we're pushing through. I look on the inside, I just keep hearing for the past two months. God said, Move, move forward tomorrow, move forward tomorrow, move. And I'm like, God, where am I going? Move forward tomorrow. It's like on the inside, God's just screaming in my spirit. Screaming, this is not your end tomorrow. You know, it's easy to get comfortable. It's even my excuse me, I didn't live, you know what I mean? No, I still got at least a good 50 more years up on the inside of me. I will. Move forward. Move forward in your marriage. Move forward in your finances. Move. That's not the last house that God got you in. That's not the, that's not the last vehicle that God called you to. Move forward. Because sometimes we get so comfortable, but how many know your faith has to move to activate? And a lot of times we get to a house and we go, oh, thank you, Jesus, for the house. But that might not be the end. That might be an investment house you're in right now. God might got big and but because you've been stuck, I'm going to get this together. But maybe God doesn't want you to get cut. Maybe he's looking for the next. Somebody say, move forward. And I realized something when you begin to move forward, that's when things come to you. A lot of times things haven't came to you because you're not moving. A lot of things, things haven't moved towards you. He said, he said, if you draw nigh to me, I would. Who took the first step? I have to move forward to see what God is saying. And, oh, I need y'all to get this today. 
So as a church, we need to move forward. This is not our last place. We've been here for nine years, and we've been here literally probably four years too long. I understand the pandemic and all that stuff, but God is moving forward. So I need y'all to get yourself together. Shake yourself. Why? Because God has called us to change a generation, and God has called us to change a community. And I love it. If you have not noticed, there's been thousands upon thousands of people moving down here in Charles County. Could it be what we prayed for 13 years ago, we see in a day, and are we prepared? Look what the Bible says, and, and this is just to tell you where we are. Look at the Bible says in Romans 5, 19. It says, for as by one's disobedience, many were made sinners. So by the obedience of one shall many be made righteous. Moreover, the law entered the, that the offense might abound, but where sin abounded, grace did much more abound. That as, that as sin hath reigned unto death, even so my grace reigned through righteousness unto eternal life. Look, by Jesus Christ our Lord. I don't know about you, but just let's take a temperature of where we're living in today. Sin is abounding. People in D.C., they go, people, I'm not going to say D.C., Peace of people in the round across the United States. Sin is abounding. We're robbing people. We're we stealing from people. We're we carjacking and you know, people getting shot. People, all, all these things have, again, like I said last week, just last week, they said we, we years ago we got up being the murder capital, and they back at being the murder capital now. The enemy is stepping up his attack. But, somebody say but. But God's grace is abounding even more. So in this season, we should be the most powerful people on the face of the earth. In this season, we should be changing the world like never before. Where grace is, we should be now abounding like never before. Are we? Are we? Y'all should have said yes, yes, yes. Even if you had to say it by faith, come on, work with me. Are we? Yes. Yeah. I need y'all to believe it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I guess, Pastor. I think we almost did. We are we? Thank you, Jesus Christ. Thank you, is Lord. Amen. Yeah. Look what it says in the Message Bible. How many of you got to look at different translations? The Message Bible gets you here. It says, "Here it is in a nutshell. Just as one person did it wrong and got us in all the trouble with sin and death, another person." Did it right and got us out of it. But more than just getting us out of trouble, he got us into life. One man said no to God and put many people in the wrong. One man said yes to God and put many in the right. All that passing law, all that passing laws against sin did was produce more lawbreakers. But sin didn't. And doesn't have a chance in competition with the aggressive forgiveness we call grace. Aggressive forgiveness? Anybody say, I, I need to be forgiven? And you've been going through some guilt and combination? God's grace is this aggressive forgiveness. We have the ability to pray over this world that we live in 
aggressive forgiveness. Could it be our season for us to be praying for it and going into the streets and going into our communities and going into that ghetto Charles County Mall, going to these malls and begin to release aggressive forgiveness. Somebody say aggressive forgiveness. He says, when, it, when, when it's sin versus grace, grace wins hands down. All sin can do is threaten us with death, and that's the end of it. Grace, because God is putting everything together against through, get, again through his Messiah, invites us into life. A life that goes on and on and on. World without end. His grace gives me world without end. I keep going, 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 and going. Could you? How many of those seasons is as long as you want it to be? How about you live in a season of prosperity for the rest of your life? Let's go past that. How would you live in a season of prosperity, not just in your finance, but can we not stay, can we, can we get some finances too? I need y'all to look at something. I don't know if you ever seen... We got to pray. How many of you need to believe? I need y'all to come over to this, this spiritual system. Because this is what I want you to do. I, I look at something. We was at a conference last week, and he took us to the United States debt calculator. And if you begin to look at the, if you go to, it's a, it's a website. Somebody tell you, it was like somethingdebtcalculator.org, or gov, right? It will show you that the United States right now is in trillions of dollars of debt. It will show you that your Social Security, all those things, I mean, it spends. Your Social Security, some of that is in debt. And this is the system that we're putting our money in, and we believe, you better believe God, and you better get into God's system. I'm not making this up. Anybody know what I'm talking about? I have seen it. Literally, it is a website that's for real. It's, it's debt something. Somebody know what it is? What is it called? Debt, Google the debt calculator, the gov. The government has to give you do this, and you will see that top number on the left-hand side will say how much debt the United States is in. And I don't understand how you in trillions of dollars, but you're giving billions of dollars to another country. Well, let me get back to you. Let me get back to you. You better understand that the economy is not where you think it is. And you better start listening to CNN instead of BET all the time. You better start watching and seeing what they're saying about the economy in 20 years. What's going on with your economy? I know we all on scroll Facebook and Instagram. You need to find out where your finances is because we are at a place now where literally the, they, they like, we about to take everything. We about to take Social Security. We about to take all this stuff because we need it because we in trillions of debt. So where are you going to be? You 40 or 50 years old. Where are you going to be in 70 years? If you think you're going to have a cushion of Social Security, you might not have it. I'm not making this up. I know this is, this is literally, you better look at. <laughs> so that's why it's important for you to now, you need to get back to knowing the seasons and times that you're in and knowing that you need to rely and depend and trust in God more than anything. I'm telling y'all some good stuff. A lot of times, you know, the devil's doing everything he can to pull you away from the church and pull you away from the things of God and pull you away from being spiritual. But I need you to be spiritual in this season because if you're not spiritual in this season, you might be missing what God has for you. 
and you could, God can be and will be. It could be like I was reading this scripture, it's not in my notes. We're just going to go with it today. I don't know where we're going to go with the notes today. It talks about the, it talks about the ten virgins. And the ten virgins says, hey, you need to be, listen, you need, as a ten virgins, you need to realize that the Son of God is coming back. There's going to be a time when the Son of God is going to come back. And you need to trim your, your, your lamps to make sure that when he comes back that you'll be ready, ready to go. Right? And then it got to a place where all day, and five of them trimmed their lamps and the other five didn't. We got time. It's not that serious. Oh, they always talk about God coming back and da da da. Oh, we don't, we, it's going to be all right. We're going to be good. Right? So then here it is the trumpet sounded, and there, there was a calling. The, 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 the bridegroom is here. So the, all ten of them got up, and they said, You know what? We're about to go. And the five who didn't trim their lamps or was not prepared for what God was doing in the season of life, they would say, Hey, can we get. They went to the other five and said, can we get some of your oil? <clears throat> can we get some of your grace? Can we get some of your words? Can we get some of your faith? Can we get some of your anointing? Can we get some of your testimony? And they said, no, nah, if I give you my share, I won't have enough for myself. So as they went away, they tried to get the last, you know, you know those, the, you try to do that seven-day fast. Now you're trying to be all Daniel fast. You're trying to be spiritual now. With some going through, the bridegroom came and they entered in. The door was closed. The other five came and knocked on the door. And he really, he didn't have to answer the door. He said, but y'all wasn't prepared. Get, you know, you cast out. Go to where the gnashing of teeth is. Get away from me. Uh, here it is. God's giving you now. And when it goes down to the next scripture, it talks about the talent. The man with his, gave him talents. He gave everyone talents. Everyone came back and they... Reproduce their talents. Here it is. God gave you a life that you didn't have before. God's given you the ability to grow and mature in your walk with God. Some people didn't grow and mature in their walk with God. They took that talent and they digged it in. You know, I just scared. I just said I didn't want to do nothing. So I just digged in the hole and I didn't. He said, at least you could have got a leap, put in the put in the bank and got some interest off of it. At least you could have came to church. At least you could have been a part of church or something. At least you could have at least been one of the ushers. And he says, hold up, you're not even worthy. He said, depart from me. And he was cast into well, gnashing. What, what does that mean? What is that saying? God has given you the answer to live for him in this season. He has graced you to be a child of God. He never said for you to be perfect. He never said that you're always going to be perfect. It's only one perfect. That's God. But he says you're not, but he's given you the ability. He's given you gifts and these talents to grow and mature. So when he comes or when things are happening, you have something to go with. But if you do not choose to do that, you can't blame God. You can't blame the pastor. You can't blame the church. The choice is yours. I'm jumping all over the place, but we're going to be led by God. Right? Can, can we just be led by No. Uh, uh, I need to survive. Uh, God. Uh, uh, I just. Uh. You know, I haven't preached in a long time, so I got a lot to say. Amanda Davis, like, does you really have 52 slides? Yes. We're not going to do 52 today, but you're going to get this work. You're going to get this work. Let's, 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 let, me, let me stay in, 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 in the most, because I, I, I got to go build this foundation so I won't lose you at the beginning. Amen? Let's look at the word moving. Somebody say moving. 
capable of or having movement or mo- or mo- like moving an object, in, um, causing or producing motion, involved in changing the location of possessions, residence, office, etc. Involving in uh, a motor vehicle in motion, you know, a motor vehicle moving. It says also, um, 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 uh, um, uh, let's go down to the next one. Forward. Somebody say forward. Towards or at a place, a point of time, advancement, uh, advance, upward, uh, ahead, to move, toward. I like, I look at like definition of the word so I can understand we're moving forward. Moving. So God says, now I have the ability, I got I to gotta put some motion in place. Tell yourself, I got to put some motion in place. You got to put some motion. And then not only are we moving, because sometimes you can move backwards. Remember Michael Jackson? But he says forward. Somebody moving forward. Moving forward means I'm moving towards something. I'm I'm, I'm going after something. So now there's motion that's needed in this season, but I'm going towards something. I'm moving towards uh, a a lifestyle. I'm moving towards a a, a way of life. I'm moving towards what God has for me in this season of my life. Somebody say moving forward. So moving forward forward is something that I personally have to do every day. It's not something that you can pray about. You got to move. This, these words, mo- moving is an action word. It's something that I have to, I have to do to get. I have to, I have to move towards something. I, it's not just something I can pray about because after you pray for it, then you got to do something for it. So we, because now we got to get, can we stop being lazy? Because I, I'm here. So y'all going to get all of it. You ready for it? Listen, lazy Christians, take the word, pray about it, but do nothing about it. You can talk about finances, you can pray about finances, but you ain't doing, when the time comes down to it, you ain't doing nothing with your finances. In the house and outside the house. You ain't giving, you spend all the money. When you leave out, you use all the tax returns, go on vacation, you got nothing by January, February. But you know what? We're going to believe God. There's no movement for movement. It's a cycle. How many know a cycle is, is moving, but you're not moving forward? A cycle is you just in a circle. We do this, we do that. We do this, we do that. It's a, it's, it's a cycle. How many know we got to break the cycle? How do we break the cycle? We break the cycle by moving forward, by moving towards something. I need y'all to get something today. Somebody say move forward. Here it is. Let, uh, um, um, last, uh, do I want to go there? Yes. We're coming into 2024, which is less than a month. Can y'all believe it's less than a month from now? My God. We are, we need to know where we are spiritually, emotionally, physically, and mentally. Moving forward, I have to recognize, I have to know where I am. I have to identify where I am spiritually, emotionally, emotionally. Mentally and physically. Because a lot of times, how many of we move on life and we don't know where we at? You know what I mean? You, you going on, you, you swiping cards and you don't know how much in your bank account. You eating this, eating that. Some, it's so many men. And I'm going to say this to the men. I'm talking to the men right now. I need your tail to go to the doctor and get a checkup. Your wife is trying to get you to the hospital, to the doctors for over 20 years. 
You don't know what's going on physically, so you don't have a benchmark. So if you don't have a starting point, how do you know what to do? Are you still eating those greasy burgers, eating three burgers before you get home? You hungry, hungry? I'm not hungry. I'm just going. Why? Because you ate three burgers on the way. All lunch, you had a hot dog with, with sauerkraut. And it's all on your suit. We just see the mustard just coming down. Grease stains. How many know if we don't have a starting point, we don't know where to go? Some of the men, y'all mad at me, but it's okay. That's why I got security. Right. You got, you got to go get checked. Some of you need to go get those, those that C word. Close your eyes. Take some aspirin. It's okay. But you better go check the colon. Y'all quiet. I'm, I'm, I just need to tell y'all some good stuff. Because us to move forward, we got to do something different. You can't have the same mindset expect something different. It's called what? You can't do the same things over and over again expect something. Y'all got quiet, though. Man, y'all got quiet. You got to suck it up. Take it like a man. I don't know how that works, but I did. It worked. <laughs> you got to. You got to have a benchmark where you are so you know what you're going to do. you know where you are financially? Do you know how much debt you are? You're just not answering the calls. You better answer these calls. Figure out where you are. Do you know where you are mentally, honestly? You know I mean? I, they're just going to set me who I am. No, no, you better get your mind right. There's so much, you, you, there's something called mental health. And you're not healthy. If stress is overtaking you, that's where ulcers come from, a lot of times from stress. That's what issues is in your body, you know, that you can't eat and you can't keep nothing down, you can't sleep. It's because of stress, because you have not allowed Holy Spirit in when it comes to you mentally. And he doesn't care if you're not talking about just you 70 years old. You could be 20 years old, stressed out. Things that we got to talk about. You, can have, you have to have some, some EQ. That's a new word. You have to be emotionally intelligent. Have some emotion, uh, 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 IQ. Have an EQ. You got to know where you are emotionally. You know what I mean? Are you always popping off? Are you imploding? We don't see it on the outside, but on the inside, you're going through. And are you that one to have all those conversations on the inside? And you just going through on the inside until that one day. I didn't know, baby, I didn't know you felt like that. She's been holding in for 10 years. Kaboom! Guess who stepped in the room? What happened? Because you never have you never had an emotional intelligence to get over certain things. What do you do with these emotions? What do you do with the emotion when someone leaves you? What do you do with the emotions when someone has hurt your heart? Do you just bear bury it? That doesn't mean it goes away. Because when you see that person 20 years ago and you never did anything with emotions, those emotions come back up because they were always there. So now you learn to live with those emotions. Instead of now casting your cares. There has to be evaluation of who you are. And a lot of times we don't know who we are because we really haven't settled. We never took off, turned off the TV, turned off the, how many know fasting and praying is not for God, it's for you. We never turned our plate away, we never sat down, who are you? Who, 
Because how many know everyone in this room is different than you was three years ago before the pandemic? Everyone in this room is different than you was before the pandemic. Some of you lost more loved ones like never before during the pandemic than ever before, and you just smushed it down. Some of you had COVID, and you know it was God, my hands up, that saved your life. How many know there's some, there's some emotional trauma? There's some things that you, 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 you just kept on going, and you never took care of that. Some of you got away from community, and you begin to pick up habits that God delivered you from. And now you're hiding it or hiding yourself because you never did anything with where you was. You never took evaluation where you was. There, there, there's people that got divorced. There's people that went on drugs. There's people that picked up alcohol. There's people that begin to pick up sexual sins and all these things. There's people now that's outside. Before the pandemic, they was good. There was people that was delivered from alcohol, and now they drunks. There's people that was delivered from illicit sex, and now they back outside. And we just keep going on with life. We never took a pause and realized we're sin abounds. There's a grace to get you out. There's a grace that will deliver you. There's a grace that will set you free. There's a grace. There's a, a, a what, what was that word? Exceeding. What was the word? Abundant. No, no, the, 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 the forgiveness. Aggressive. Woo, aggressive forgiveness. Because you know what happens when you're left to your own self. Don't depend. When you by yourself, don't listen to yourself. Because you always going to be right. You're never going to be the victim in your own story. You're always going to be right. God understand. No, that is a lie from the pits of hell. He doesn't understand because he gave you the answer. God knows there's a process. He said he could do exceedingly abundantly above all that you can have to think. Suddenly, your life could change. Suddenly, you could be off drugs. Suddenly, you could be off alcohol. Suddenly. We, we, we got to shake ourselves. For us to move forward, you got to know what your starting point is. I only got 12 minutes, y'all. Dang. We're not on, that was just slide one. You have to know the starting point. What is your starting point? Because I realized something when you take off all the makeup, when you take off all the, the dye for the men, take it off all the Beijing off your face. When you take off all the lashes, take off, take all, take the, 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 I mean, the enhancements off. When you take off all the, number you know, the Versace and the Gucci. When you take all that off, when you stand in the mirror, who are you? Because that's who God is talking to. We take all the titles of being a husband and all the titles of being a wife and titles of being a, a mother and all the titles of being a co-worker and all those things off. You stand before God every night. Who's standing before him? Do you know who you are? For us to move forward, we have to know who we are. Because you don't know who you are, you are living a lie. And you want everybody else to participate in it. Because if you don't know who you are, you're always playing somebody else. You're playing a role. You are an actor. Because you don't know who you are. 
best performance goes to? Oh, it hit you? Did it hit you? I'm sorry. Best performance. Why? Because we don't know who we are in this season. Because some of you are still trying to be somebody as a Christian back then that you are not now. You, you know, when you, God said you should go from glory to glory, from grace to grace, and you're trying to live off of old grace in a new grace, uh, a new season. And you're trying to force it. Anybody try to force a relationship and you know it's been over? And God told you to be over, but because they're taking care of you, male or female, you stand because of the money? Why? Because you don't know who you are and you don't know who he is. He's more than able to take care of you. Oh, I hope I can get to something today. For me, I'm always, my wife can tell you, my staff can tell you, I'm always asking questions. I ask questions, and then what, Lauren? I ask another question. And after I ask that question, Amanda, what happens? I ask another question. I'm always asking questions to get understanding. Ask yourself a question. I, I don't know, what's the next slide? Y'all, maybe I should have put the slides up here too so I could see the slides. Who am I? Who are you? In 2023, December 10th, who are you? Because some of you are not the same person you was yesterday. Some of you are not the same person you was last month. Some of you are not the same person you was three years ago. But tell me, who are you? And a lot of times, we, we, we can't put words to who we are because we really never spent time with it. Because how many of it culminates your emotional state? It culminates your mental state. It takes your physical state, the way you think, the way you feel, the way you talk, and who you hang around as. It determines who you, who, who you are. Some of you are, you've been trying to be somebody. But why don't you start off asking God, who am I? Who am I in 2024? Because when you start there, that's where the grace is. A lot of times we don't start there. We try to make something up. We try to develop something. We try to pick something up. We try to hold on to something. You're not that little child no more. Stop trying to be the teenager and you're 30. But you have to steal the emotional state of a 13-year-old. You have to steal the mental capacity of a 16-year-old. Some of you in this room, I could tell when you had your greatest years. That's the way you dress. You never grew from that place because those were your shining moments. You put somebody on the dance floor, you can tell where they shined at. They're going to go back to the 90s. Doom, 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 doom. Hey, we used to do it. Why? Listen to what I'm about to say. You always, you always go back to your comfort zone. And most of the time your comfort zone is where you stop growing at. You always go back to your comfort zone. And most of your comfort zone is where you start growing at. Some of you was the star basketball player back in 2000. And you try to go back on the court now with the booty shorts on. And then here it is, your ACL just tore because you try to be something that your body knows you wasn't. Why? Because you stopped growing in high school. You never saw yourself past the moment you was a star football player, star basketball player. 
So you live from that place. So that's why you can never be, literally, that's what, uh, can we talk? Can, can, that's why you can't be faithful to your wife because you're still stuck at being the basketball player who got all the girls. And you never grew or you never took that part of your life and grew to be something that God called you to be because you were stuck there. You was hurt by your mama, female. I'm not going to just leave it all to men. And so here it is that one boyfriend gave you everything you wanted, physically, emotionally, financially, and that's where you found your success now or your comfort. You were 16, and you're still doing the same thing at 40 years old. And now you're teaching your children to do the same thing. So now we have, oh, I can't say it. Y'all get mad at me. Because there has been no emotional growth and no mental growth. Now we have grown folk, literally prostitutes. Prostitutes do something to get something. Now we have a society that if you don't give me no money, you're not getting my, my attention. It's not about building anymore. It's not about growing. Why? How did we get there? Because if we had parents that never grew, never matured, never took the word and was transformed into the word, and now they're still depending on man. And here it is. It might not be a physical man, but you depend on the government. So now you great general. Oh, I know I'm, I got it. Because we got we to find out where, who we are. We got we to have a starting point. So we got people that now depend more on the government because that's their, that's their man. That gives them their security. That gives them their standard. That gives them their, you know, I don't have to worry about it. I know every month I'm going to get this. So now I don't have to grow to be anything because now I'm comfortable to not moving forward. I'm comfortable with staying right here. So there's people that got skills with the cars and all that stuff and will stop working. Because I don't want to work and the system going to take care of me. But yet, so when it's time now, hey, God wants you to do something, move forward. We are struggling to move forward because I'm so comfortable of somebody taking care of me. And I'm scared to put my trust in God. More than a man or system. I rely more on creation, more on the creator. And we go through life not recognizing, oh, God bless you. Did he? Am I? Who am I? What, 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 what does it look like when we moving forward? What do I need to do to move forward? What do I need to do to move forward? What, who am I? Because you're trying, uh, we're trying to go somewhere without knowing who we are. How many of you ever been in a room and you knew you for a fact you didn't belong in that room? You was not qualified for that room? You didn't prepare for that room. You wasn't, you wasn't 
Anybody been there? You been? Anybody been in a room? You know you was like, oh my gosh. Whoo! And you step your way out. You know what I mean? Matter of fact, they know you don't belong in the room. They're asking you, "Can I get a drink?" Because you, they know. How many know you attract who you are? Not what you're trying to fake to be. A lot of you, don't get wrong, I have no problem going to these programs. I have no problem. Being, we need coaches. We need mentors and all this stuff. But well, a lot of times you're going there, you're paying, paying for something you never became. They got results because they became that. They sacrificed. They got their finances together. They did all these things. They put a system together. They did the system, and they became the system. You're paying for something that you never became. So then you're mad that you put $15,000, $20,000, $5,000, and you didn't get the results. But because you didn't get the results, but you didn't become that. And you can't be half what you don't become. Did that make sense to everybody? So what happens is, here it is. You think your job making you. No, you can, if you were poor, you can make $100,000 be the poorest one in this room. Because you're not rich on the inside. You never became rich. You're thinking the job made you rich. But how many know you can have $100,000 and be the poorest one? You'd be more debt than most people in this room. You got somebody make $100,000, somebody make $30,000, somebody learned how to have $30,000, know how to save $15,000. You make $100,000 and you're $115,000 in debt. Who's richer? Because you think it's the money, you think it's the job. No, it's who, I, who am I? determines the growth financially, emotionally, mentally, physically. It determines on who I am. So we're frustrated with life, frustrated, frustrated with everything. But could we just stop and point at myself? I don't know who I am. Oh, I'm ready just to be. Oh, I'm ready to show you who you are. Because before we can go to any vision, purpose, and all that stuff, I got to deal with you. Because I can take you to the vision, but if you're not ready for the vision, you can't do nothing with it. Because you don't know who you are. Some of you still trying to, your parents are going on to be with the Lord, and you still trying to live up to their standard. You better live up to what God called you. We're still trying to prove something to somebody. You better prove something to yourself. Let's start with who, knowing who you are. And know who you are. And then, honestly, can we be honest with ourselves? Some of you are nasty. Some of you nasty in your mouth, you nasty in your attitude, some of you nasty in your body. Just nasty. And then when someone says something to you, you shut them down. But for you to grow, I mean, you got to be able to take, you got, somebody got to be able to talk to you. And you got to be able to listen. Y'all laughing, but it's crazy. You think you can have any type of attitude, have any type of personality, and get the results that you're looking for. Some of you in this room want a husband. I'm not, I can, it's too early in the series for me to go in. It's too early. It's too early. It's too early. It's too, I'm already out there now. It's too early. It's, it's too early. It's too early. We got a visitor. I want, I want the visitor to come back. Thank you for coming. It's too early. It's too early. It's too early. Too early. Too early. Because I got to build y'all up so y'all can receive everything because I got word to back this up. So, Look at this. For I realize one of the ways 
I had to, I, I had to become something new is I took this study. And I'm going to talk about it's time for you to be to be. Somebody say be to be. There, there's, there's something that we have to be, be to become. It's something that we have to become to see. A lot of times we want to get to the results and we had to get started at the starting point. Who am I? Somebody say, who am I? Look with this real quick scripture. We can. It says in 2 Corinthians 5, 17. Therefore, if any man be in Christ. Somebody say, be in Christ. I don't know if they got scripture back there. Maybe not. It says, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things have passed away, and behold, all things are, well, hold up, all things become new. But here it is. He says, if any man be in, be in, I have to be something in something. If any man be in Christ. What is Christ? The, 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 his anointing and all his anointings. If, the anointed one and all his anointings. If any man be in God. If any man, somebody be. Take your being in God. He says, then here it is. He is a new creature. How do I become a new creature? Some of you are trying to become something and you're not being in. He says he is a new creature. Old things have passed away. Why? Because he takes off the old man and he became. But he didn't just be something. He was became in Christ Jesus. How about we start in 2024 being in? God, who am I in you? All things are past. He says, and he is a new creature. All things have passed away. How do I get things to pass away? It's not that you're just praying it off. It's not you're doing the sage and rocks and all that stuff. No, 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 no. All things are passed away when I be in him. I have the ability, he says, to, to, to live in, to dwell in, to flourish in, to grow in, to develop in. in. Then there is... Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things become. So you really want the new, but we haven't been, so nothing's coming. All things become. But how many know? The coming, the new that's coming is attracted to who you are. So if you're not seeing anything new come your way because you haven't become something new. And the only way that I could become something new is I have to be in something. 
Am I in sin? Am I in debt? Am I in lack? Because the thing you're in is what you're going to come to. I'm just on slide two. So a lot of times as believers, we have been woed away from the things of God. We've been woed away from Christ. But it is, that's where we're going to get to. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he says any man. So I don't care if you was poor. I don't care if you was rich. I don't care if you was black. I don't care if you was white. It doesn't matter if you black or white. I always got a song. I don't know what that is. That's Michael Jackson. It doesn't matter where you are. It doesn't matter who, where you come from. It doesn't matter what your age is. It doesn't matter. What, he says any man. And he's not talking about just male man. He's talking about male or female. We're talking about mankind right now. Any male, any female, whatever you, with hair, no hair, weave, no, um, bundles, or whatever you might be. If any man be, whew, Jesus, if any, that, that, that little word is so big. You, you're laughing when I said bundles. Got 24 inches. If any man, that was, that was too much, wasn't it? If any man, somebody say, B, who are you? Who are you right now? Who are you? When if I was a teenager and I got this, if I realized who I am right now, that who I be is who what I'll see. A lot of times you're getting information, but you never became the information. We would spend $1,000 on information, but you never became information. You want the results for just like you receive. You don't get received. From, you don't get results from receiving. You know what you get results from? Receive change. That's where you get results. Because we can go, anybody been to counseling, you're like, wah, 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 wah. Anybody been to counseling, you can tell the counselor what they said. But, but can I say this to you, though? But anybody that been to counseling, if you would have did what the counselor said, you would have got the results the counselor said. But you, because you never became what the counselor said, you just listened to him. You just, we have a generation that just collect information. We are literally the, 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 the uh, human Googles. We just collect a lot of information, but we really don't know what to do with the information. But God has called you to become something. You don't have to start. I love Pastor Portia when she says this. Hey, Portia, I love you. I love Pastor Portia when she says this. If you do not like the way you was born the first time, you can be born again. If you do not like the way you was born the first time, you could be born again. Could it be me starting off just knowing who I am and stepping into who he is? If any man be in Christ, he is a all things of old things have been. And behold, and behold, somebody said, behold, take notice. I love that. Because look, a lot of times we say, behold, we look for everybody else to shine and say, behold. No, look at yourself. Man, I'm not the same anymore. Well, I once was bound, but now I'm free. I once was lost, but now I'm found. Behold. Oh, my God. Behold. Look at this. All things are become, become. That's so important right now. I want y'all to meditate on that scripture. I'm not, I guess I'm done. I just had one scripture today, two scriptures today. 
But those two scriptures is what we needed. If you never, I need you, this series is about to be a beast. Last time I did this series, people's lives changed. I've been trying to do this series for the last two years. God, can I do it again? Can I do it again? He said, no, not time. Not time. Not time. Man, when I got the green light like a month ago, whoo, it's about to be on. But I need you to come open. There's people in this room that when we did this series, Just Be, y'all remember the series Just Be? When we did that series, people's life changed. People that was bound with things for 10, 15 years was set free and still living in their freedom. People who didn't have a job, got jobs, started their own business and still living in that. But this is what took place. They found out where they were. Now be in Christ. So then here's the question. Right now in your current state, what are you in? Are you in lust? Are you in pride? Are you in fear? Some people live in fear. Are you in um, lack? Are you in poverty? How I many poverty is a mindset? And because you're a mindset, God done, y'all not ready for it no more. Can I, I'm going to say some stuff and I'm going to come back and say some more stuff. I'm going to bring the word back up too, right? Here it is. This is my last statement for today. You have two minds. Somebody said I have two minds. Say it again. You have two minds. So don't even worry about the slides. I'm not going to get to it right now. You have two minds. You have a conscious mind and you have a subconscious mind. You have a conscious mind that, again, you get information, collect information every single day, right? We get information every single day. Listen to this, what I'm about to say. Scientists say, there's going to be a slide one day. Scientists say that every day we have thousands of thoughts that we repeat every single day. You know what I mean? Think about it. You don't think about, so in your mind, you know what I mean? You don't think about driving. Some of you drive and don't know how you got home and you work two hours away. Some of you, when you get up in the morning, you brush your teeth, you wash your head, you know where your clothes are. Why? Those thoughts are automatic. And if you never put any new information in, you can have 70 to 89%, you can have 90% of the same thought, 90% of thoughts repeat every single day. And that tells you that you're not living in the present, you're living in the past. Because all you're doing is repeating thoughts over and over again. Now, what takes place is, how do we get to a place where we have a conscious mind and unconscious? Your unconscious mind, literally, is like one of those that, it, 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 it's, it's, it's your, your repeat. It's automatic. These are automatic. You, know, you, you ever done any things unconsciously? Right, because it's sub, in your subconscious, it's on automatic. You know what I mean? This got to happen. Your conscious, you're always thinking. You're always thinking about something. Your subconscious is a thought that, that I know when I do this, when I turn the car on, I'm going to put my foot on the brake. You're not even thinking about it no more. Why? Because it's in your subconscious. Where did that come from? A repetitive thought in your conscious. Repetitive thought here. The more you do it here, it now goes down to your subconscious. Our subconscious, here it is. We think in our brain and we think with our heart. Our subconscious dwells in our heart. He says, out of the heart flows the issues of life. So what you're operating from is what you repetitively thought here, and it became life here. And when it became life here, that's what we see here. So who you are is not here, because you can get information all the time here. Who you are is who here. So what we see is what you have repetitively thought of. 
If you're always thinking from fear, you are now fearful. If you're always thinking about greed or lust, the more you do it, repent it, repent it, repent it. That's why they said do not get into lust. Don't get in, into pornography. Don't be giving your body to everybody. Because the more you do it repetitively, it now becomes who you are. It starts here. It goes here. So here can be changed. Here you got to put the work in. And what happens is a lot of times we see, we know, you know here what the word says. Man, I know the Bible says I shouldn't be having sex out of marriage. Man, I know the Bible says that my body is not my own. When you attach yourself to a harlot, you are now become one with a harlot. If you know what a harlot is, a roller, a holy. He said you attach yourself to a harlot. You, that's what the Bible says. Your body is the, limbo, the temple of God. But when you attach yourself to a harlot, now the harlot attached to you. But now we live in a society that's how many people can I get? So how many people have been attached to you? But look at this. How many people they was attached to and now it has attached to you? So now, here it is. The Bible says do not get caught up in sexual immorality because if you get caught up in sexual immorality, here it is, the pure thing, your temple that God called you to be has now been literally possessed by all these other souls that you have attached to you. So now your thinking on a repetitive level has gone from here to now they have infiltrated your heart. So now you want to get out of sin. You want to get out of these lifestyles. You want to get out of giving your body to anybody, male or female. You want to get out of that, but you can't get out of it because it became part of who you are. It's part of your being. But it started here. That's why it says, cast down every thought and imagination that exalts itself. Thought and imagination that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Because if you don't cast it down, what happens is you continue that thought, it gets in your heart. And it gets in your heart, it becomes who you are. It becomes who you are, that's what we see in your life. So now you can hear the word, know the word, because now you have allowed other things to bombard the words. He can no longer... Now you are now moved by your flesh more than the word. You know what the Bible say about it. You can preach it. But because now it's become who you are, you have stepped out of who you are. Now you're being in something else. You find your existence in lust. You find your existence in pride. You find existence in, in fleshly things and worldly things because you be in that. So that's what's becoming to you. Because you now have become that. But it's not until I do something on the inside, that's why you got to stay with me, that will change your heart. When it changes your heart, it changes your life. But you got to be to be. You got to become something else to be something else. If not, you're living a lie. So I need y'all to stay with this series. That was, I just jumped all the way to almost like, that was like slide 15. But a lot of times we've been, as Christians, we're caught up to something. Because look at it, I'm here, it's whatever. Y'all got to leave, go ahead and leave. Listen, listen, the, there's, we are a three-part being, spirit, soul, and body. We are, we are spirit, we live in a body. I mean, we live in a body and we possess a soul, right? The devil can't do anything with your spirit when you give your life to Jesus. Why? Because God inhabits your spirit. 
your body is something literally it follows your it follows your soul. You don't gotta put all that up not right now. You know what I mean? It follows your soul, right? It follows your soul. But what the devil can do is he can now deal with your soul. If I can get your soul, I can keep you from God's best. If I can get your soul, I can keep you from what God has for you. And that's what you're going to manifest in the flesh. You know what I mean? So here it is. If my soul, you can have all, you come to praise and worship, you can get all the word. But your soul is like a filter. And if you never clean your filter, just like in your home, what's ever in that filter will get into your house and your life. So if you never clean your soul, God, you can hear the word of God. You can hear the power of God. You can hear what God has for you. But it's now filtered through a dirty soul. So you can give your life to Jesus, but then he says there's something that you have to do that has to be the saving of your soul. Because saving of your soul now won't he make you clean. That's the inside right there. It's your soul. So now the word that comes forth, you see people, oh, my God, how did they get manifestations like that? Oh, my God, why did they get me the healing? Because they worked on their soul, and their soul is now clean. So now what God is saying comes through their soul and is able to come into their life. They became and they saw. A lot of times you're not seen because you're being blocked by sin. The things of the world, the lust of the flesh, the pride of life. All these things are blocked, and it's your responsibility, not God's. You cannot pray this off. You got to do the work. A lot of times you think you can pray off lust. But the thing is, you got to, lust is in your soul. It's not in your spirit. And if you never change your soul, it will always be a battle. So now you begin from being set free to now you're in management mode. Because people think you could be married and get out of lust. No. Marriage don't get you out of lust. Because lust is in your soul. It's not in the covenant. It's not in the covenant, it's in your soul. And so many married people that deal with lust, and now what we've got to a place in because we have a world that's so sexually overcharged, we accept it now. We're just going to live with it now. We can't get over it, we're just going to live with it. That's the devil. So now here it is. What are you doing to the next generation? They don't know what's going on, but it's in the atmosphere. We are spiritual. So, yeah, we're going to talk a little bit. So I need you to buckle your seatbelts. I need you to invite your friends. I need you to get in. I need you to be ready to take off the mask. Some of you have been having a mask on for the past five years. Time to take off the mask now. Time to breathe again. Time to be. Because this is what God wants us to do in this season. He wants us to move forward. And the only way that we move forward is we have to know who we are. And then move, knowing who we are, we can move to the vision. We can move to purpose. We can move to certain things. But you can never be, become something that you never be. You, you, you're not. And some of you now, we got to pick it back up. Who, are, who am I now? Who am I after divorce? Who am I now married? Because you got to stop being single. You have to be married. Because if you can have the mindset of being single, married, I don't got to tell you where I'm going. I'm a grown man. What? What, you what? what is it? You're still battling two, two opinions. You got married and you said, I do, but you never became. So here it is, 20 years in, you're still holding on to a single life. And you've been married for 20 years and you have not enjoyed the spouse of your youth. 
because you stopped being. You never became a wife. He said he defines a wife. Hold up. He didn't say he who finds a fiance. He didn't say who find a. He said he who finds a wife. So I should be a wife before I was found. I got to be to become. A lot of you trying to, you know, may think you're going to come straight off of five beds, think you're going to be a wife. Catch it where you can. But you never became a wife. You never be a wife, but that's why you don't see it. Oh, come on, Santee Free, we got to get out of here. Listen, listen. I have not even scratched the surface. This is just all this is all just footnotes. But I need you to realize this is this is for the serious people. This is for the people who say you want I need to go to another level. This little paper thing here, I'm going to get it. I need to go to I I can't I'm I'm ready to be something different. I'm ready to go to the next. Anybody say I'm ready to go to another level? Anybody tired of being tired? No, me talking about because it wasn't the wife. You got five wives or you got five husbands. Husband, you thought it was the other person. It's always been you. You've been a common denominator. You've been a common denominator. You trying to say, oh, it's them, it's them. Oh, no. no, I'm not going to get married no more. It's just, it's married. I'm just going to get married. No, it's not that. If you change you, everything else is going to change. Somebody say moving forward. Somebody say moving forward. So here's your homework assignment. I want you to look at that being in Christ. And then I want you to ask them, who am I in this season? And I want you to write down emotionally who you are, financially who you are, mentally who you are, physically who you are, and spiritually who you are. And be, be okay with the answer. Don't get depressed. Don't, oh. No, because again, you come every week, we're going to get you to the answer. But you got to have a starting point. You got to know. And you can't stop faking. Stop lying. We celebrate lies. We celebrate. We celebrate. Look, we celebrate highlight clips on Instagram. You ever see some people on the street and they mad? Come on, let's take a picture together. And then after they go right back to it, and on Instagram you see the smile, but you don't realize they were just arguing. They was in the middle of arguing. And we, we live our life, compare our life to highlight wheels. We don't be. We never became who we need to be. I don't know about you. I don't want you to play like you have a good marriage. I need you to have a good marriage. I don't want you to fake like you're good with your finances. I want you to really have. I'm watching this series, and this lady, she, 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 they all, hey, I'm good, I'm good. But she didn't pay for nothing. Everything got tags on. Because she do a little Instagram post and her, her, her podcast, she take that stuff right back. Why? Because she's faking to be something she's not in. We got to get out being faking and be. I need you to be in this season, but God called you to be and do. I need, somebody say, move forward. Come on, close your eyes. Father God, I pray that your people move forward in the name of Jesus. I pray, Father, that they find their identity in you, Lord Jesus. In their find their identity in you, Father, they will move and be and do what you called them to be and do. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Man, that was a powerful word. Man, we praise God for Pastor DeMond standing in for us. And I pray you've been blessed by that message. But if you're listening to that message today and you're like, wow, I just...
thank God for everything that he's done. But I just don't know if I'm, I'm in a position to move forward. If I'm, I'm in that position, well, the first step is to accept Christ as your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And if you're listening to that message today and that's you, the first thing I want you to do is recognize that the Bible says God gave up his only son so that you could be a part of the kingdom, that you could advance, that you could have everything that he's made available. And so and he made it very simple. All you have to do is confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord. And so what we want to do right now is give you that opportunity. Just pray this prayer with me. Precious God, come into my heart. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. I believe Jesus Christ died for me. And I want to make him my Lord and my Savior. Fill my heart. Make me your, be my father. Make me your child. Teach me how to live for you. If you've prayed that prayer, you're now the part of the body of Christ, the family of believers, and there's nothing anybody can do to stop you. The next step in your journey is to find a Bible-teaching, Bible-believing church, one that can assist you in your walk with Christ. And if you desire that today, we want to help you with that. The instructions are on the screen. Just go to our website at www.lovemychurch.org. Click Contact Us and fill out a connection card. Let us know you received Christ today. We are a virtual ministry, but we have all the components in place to help you in your walk with Christ. We have ministers available that will follow up with you, contact you, pray with you, and give you the instructions for the next steps. We even have virtual study groups that will meet together with you, help you and understand the word better. There are people that will call you, they'll talk with you, and even in your area, there are people who that can connect with you. So, if you desire to be a part of the My Church family, go to the website, follow the instructions, let us know who you are, and we'll be glad to connect with you. Secondly, if you've been blessed by this ministry and you want to help us continue the mandate that God's given us as the My Church and the My Church channel, click the donate button, sow a financial seed. You can use Cash App, dollar sign My Church Lynchburg, PayPal.me forward slash My Church Lynchburg. Or you can use the Givelify app. But however you desire to give, just know that your gifts are going to help us continue to do what God's called us to do. But in any event, just know that your gifts are going to continue to further the kingdom ministry. We're on just about every streaming platform there is. And this is a major undertaking that God has given us. So if you want to sow and help invest in something that you know is changing lives, Follow those instructions on the screen. So into this ministry. Thirdly, make sure that you tune in next week for the next installment of this powerful, powerful series. And I will see you soon. God bless you. I'm Pastor Tuck. I love you. And thank you for watching the word at my church. And we'll be back with you shortly. Thank you for bearing with us during this time of transition. God bless you. I love you. And see you next time. At my church, we help people get better by teaching them how the word works. And we want to make sure there's no excuse not to get the word. It's our goal to make all of our ministries accessible on every smartphone, tablet, PC, and television connected to the internet. So whether you're a man who needs some wisdom 
a woman who needs some encouragement, or a couple who needs guidance, the My Church channel has just what you need. Simply search for the My Church channel on Roku, Fire Stick, Apple TV, Google TV, and now LG TV, or visit MyChurchChannel.org. You can also download the My Church on the Go app from the Apple or Google Play App Store. Constantly on the move, check out the Word at My Church podcast from your favorite podcast platform. Or simply download the Word at My Church skill from your Alexa-enabled device. But whatever you do, make sure you stay connected. See you soon. I won't let you go until you bless me. There's got to be a resolve on the inside of the church. Glory! I told you, God has chosen us to be his change agents in the earth. Do me a favor, y'all. Share the room, whether you're on Clubhouse, whether you are on Facebook, whether you're on YouTube. Different from ever before. If, if, you're, if your recovery is fresh, or if your addiction-free lifestyle. I want to be able to rejoice in the um, adversities that were there. We're seeing all of these things happen. And the sad thing is, it's happening by our own decision. You know, a lot of people deal with a lot of uh, depression, mm -hmm. uh, anxiety, Sorry, frustration. Geez. Just thinking back, man, you know, how long this, this run has been going with us, man. That's right. It's, That's right. you know.